What is going on, guys? And welcome back to the Freedom Falls podcast, the only podcast in the world that provides free living and a happy thinking. Welcome back to another episode. And uh, oh my goodness, boys, I've got one hell of a headache. I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking, this is, this is an alley right here. I mean, it is like, it's kind of difficult to like look at my computer screen right now. I'm, oh, dude, it feels like I've got like two dumbbells on the side of my temples right now, man. It's so bad. I um, I went to bed with a pretty banging headache last night and I woke up and it was still there. So I'm, I'm just like, whatever, you know, the episode's got to come out and uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're doing it live, boys. We're doing it live. Uh, I'm serious, bro. This headache is banging. Excuse me if I'm lacking enthusiasm today. But yeah, that's, that's why I'm hurting. Um, yeah, no, it it has a, it's been a rough week, I should say. I'm not going to get into it because that's my business. But um, as far as like how I've been rocking and rolling this week, it has been tough. It has been tough. So I'm glad to kind of hop on here and get a break from everything. So I think that's that's good. Um, one thing that's been keeping me occupied uh, as of recently is reading Dan Bilzerian's new book. It's called The Setup. And he's been working on it for quite some time. Um, from what I can remember, he said he started writing this two years ago, pretty sure. And uh, yeah, it, it just recently came out uh, here in the last week or so. Um, but it was available for pre-order uh, around uh, about two months ago. Um, uh, yeah, uh, two months ago, I'd say, and uh, I was totally one of the first in line to uh, get that pre-order. At the time, it was $15 compared to the like $35 it is now, so I'm really glad I committed to that. But yeah, um, the book is incredible. It, it really is. If you guys are a fan of him, uh, I highly recommend reading it, whether you like reading or not, because uh, a lot of his stories are just crazy crazy i'm telling you and uh i did not know that uh he gambled like that much i knew that he like you know gambled and stuff but just the extensiveness of his gambling um out of the military and in college and stuff and carrying out through his career pretty insane honestly and uh it's really interesting to read about and learn more about how he got started and some other aspects of his big wins and his big losses. And it's just, it is crazy. And uh, regarding back to his military, I, like, I knew he was uh, trying to be a Navy SEAL, but I did not know that he had so much time in the military. Apparently he spent like four years or something uh, trying to become a SEAL. And, uh, he just was not gaining headway in anything he was trying to do uh, as far as like trying to become a SEAL. I mean, he tried everything, it sounds like, but uh, his instructors were just not having it. So, 
and I'm blazing through that book. I, I believe the hardcover is like 400 plus pages, and I'm on like day three of reading it, and I'm on like 200 something. I'm trying to find the word count to this book so I can compare it to the last book I just got done reading, which was uh, The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Clayson. And I read that book fairly quick, but that book was um, a little over 200 pages. But I want to see how the word uh, the word count compares so I can dictate how fast I'm reading this book. But we're on a pretty good pace right now, so I'm quite satisfied with that. Also, uh, what I'm very excited for in the sports world is football. Good gravy. I love football. Football is probably my favorite sport besides skateboarding. Um, it's my favorite, like, mainly televised sport, I would say. And uh, the the professional season is going crazy. Bucks and Pats just played, and it was like the rivalry between, I don't know, more or less Tom Brady and uh, Belichick. So that was amazing to watch. Uh Surprisingly, I guess uh, the Bucks beat the Pats, which a lot of people thought the Pats, you know, despite Brady being on the team or not, would pull off the victory. But that was not the case. And um, yeah, I, I think that did good. Uh, I think the Bucks are three and zero. Let me look up the record real fast. Yeah, they're three and one. Um, so are the Panthers. The Panthers are three and one. Saints are two and two. Panthers. Dude, the Panthers got spanked by Dallas the other day. I did not expect um Dallas to pull off that big of a lead on the Panthers. With Cam Newton being gone, I think that um really hurts the team in that aspect. Cause hey, uh Cam Newton might be a terrible person. But he sure has an arm, so that matters, I guess. Yeah, Dallas pulled off some pretty crazy interceptions during that whole game. I don't know what happened to the Panthers' offense, but they could not get a hold of the ball to save their life. And in that cost them the game, I think, aside from the great running plays performed by uh, – Elliott and Prescott during the game is it's just crazy. They're just running through them the entire time. Um, and I think that was really unexpected by a lot of people. So Dallas is doing a great job on that. I believe they're three and one as well. Um, go ahead and check that out. Yep. Cowboys are three and one. Yep. They're doing best in the NFC East right now. So good for them. Yeah. They also wiped the Eagles too. Um, I was really happy about that. I I believe it was the Eagles game where they missed a field goal. I'm pretty sure uh, the Eagles would have won that game if they had scored that field goal. But uh, something happened. I believe they blocked it or something like that, and um, Dallas came out with a victory on that. So, so as a Dallas fan, I'm pretty happy to see them pull it off, and uh, they're rocking and rolling in their division right now. So. Let's keep the streak going. Um, Aside from the NFL, uh, in the football, the NCAA game, the 
Oklahoma Sooners and Texas Longhorns. They play today. Uh, Tuck Texas all day long, boys. Uh, we're, we're coming. We're coming for the uh, the Sooner dub for the game today. I'm unaware of the score because I've just been kind of lacking on watching the game. Uh, but I really hope OU pulls off the win on that. So hoping to see what the outcome of that is. Dude, it's so funny. I'm having to like sit and like collect my thoughts and energy for like half a second, dude, with this headache. I'd be curious to see how many times I've done this podcast with a headache. I have a headache way too often, I feel like, you know. Uh, it's just stupid. I can't take enough Tylenol, you know. Dude, speaking of headache, <clears throat> I don't know what gives me a headache more than, like, the stuff I see on Facebook. I've had Facebook, like, since I was, like, 13, maybe. And the way Facebook has handled their platform has gone downhill since, like, 2012. And my reasoning behind it is I feel like they have lost their integrity as a company, right? And we all know about how bad they are at keeping people's information private and all that stuff. And, you know, the whistleblower that just came out or whatever. I don't really know the whole story on that because no one can seem to tell the honest truth as far as who's right and who's wrong. You know, it's just a bunch of people pointing at each other. But one thing's for certain is uh, Facebook needs to do something with those stupid videos. I don't know why. There's people competing on that app to make silly three-minute videos of just absolute nothingness. I don't get why um, every other Facebook video is a person, like, putting on, like, a pair of pants. I'm not even exaggerating. You could probably look this exact video up. Uh, there's, like, a woman trying to put on a pair of pants. And it takes her like three minutes to do it because like all of her friends are like, come on, like do it, do it. Like, and like, she's fully capable of putting on her pants, but she's just like, she is purposely like stalling. And like, I get that like Facebook is trying to go for more time that you, you spend on the app. Like that's a whole point. That's the whole point of social media marketing is allocating views and screen time on your app compared to others. Um, it's, it's literally just a feeding frenzy of who can pull your time away from such apps and stuff. But Facebook is not doing it right at all. The fact that you have three-minute videos that waste people's time just to finally get to the point, maybe in the last 10 seconds of the video, terrible. Why would you sit through three minutes of absolutely nothingness when you could just scroll on to like, you know, getting on to watching something more practical and stuff. I, I don't get the reasoning behind it. And I don't get why these people making the videos commit their time to wasting other people's time. Um, it really just doesn't make any sense. But money is probably a good motivator. So what do I know? And I don't know exactly who they are appealing to as far as their audience now. Um, the generation who first got introduced to Facebook, which is more or less uh like my age of groups like 
20 to 25, I'd say. Um, first got introduced to Facebook whenever it, well, yeah, yeah, I'd say about 20 to 27, I'd say. Very, very late millennials. Um, but I don't think I'm technically a millennial. I think I'm still in that Gen Z range or whatever. But back then it used to be practical with like games and posts and everything was a lot less commercialized and everything. Um, now it's just marketing to suck your money up like a vacuum cleaner and waste your time doing pointless things and watching pointless stuff and a whole bunch of nonsense. And a lot of people have migrated to other apps such as Instagram and TikTok and all this stuff that people think is better, but it's more or less the same. It all just depends on how you want to you use your time. But as far as like Facebook's target market nowadays, um, I don't know because I doubt I doubt anyone over the age of thirty would have the patience to sit down and watch one of those stupid three minute videos, or uh, especially like the George Lopez videos. I, I don't get why he like reacts to like fail videos, and then he has like a like a repeating soundboard of like repeating reactions to like clips and stuff. Like it's not live at all. It's, it's all pre-recorded and set up, but it's made to look like it's live. Um, so that I, I don't know. I really don't get why people find that interesting. Um, but watching Facebook develop as a company, as far as like now goes, makes me question where they're headed as far as marketing and uh advertising their platform and many other platforms are becoming more and more saturated with advertising policies i'd say um instagram is doing a really good job at it as far as filtering the amount of advertising and promoting for things yes i realize instagram and facebook are kind of this are under the same umbrella uh but facebook is is just they're going crazy with it every video you watch is an ad uh you're scrolling and you have just about as many ads as you do posts depending how many people you follow but it's pretty much consistent all throughout the app i found um on facebook marketplace there are ads for other things to buy that you are clearly not looking for they're just kind of there like hey we're putting this in front of your face even though you don't care um here's an ad it just kind of makes me wonder like how far is are these companies going to go as far as uh commercializing their platform and just oversaturating it all with just ads and stuff i feel like people are eventually going to be like all right um Uh, We're done. I'm not paying for any stupid subscriptions to suppress the ads. Like this is, this is kind of overriding my experience as far as using uh, an app like this. So I don't know that might, that might come to Facebook's future. I totally could see it. Amazon is kind of getting that way also on, uh, on their marketplace as well. But I feel like they've got a pretty, um pretty good way of mitigating it i think i hate to say it but twitch is also terrible at ad consistency i'd say it's great if you are a content creator 
on Twitch, but it it's really not a good experience as far as a viewer. Often, more times often than not, um, you'll get what's called a prelim to whenever you click on a stream, you are automatically hit with an ad. I've tried many times seeing if there's any workaround to coming across prelims as far as exiting out of the app completely and going back into a just a random stream and like nine times out of ten, I have encountered uh, another ad. Like it's forcing me to watch it no matter what. And usually it's just one single ad, but there's been tons of times. And oh, man, I hate I hate how they do this because it just doesn't make any sense as far as productivity wise. I'll be watching a stream, and I'll be hit with like. Four or five ads. Four or five, like, 15 to 30 second ads for why, you know? That gets really annoying and repetitive. It makes me just not want to watch Twitch anymore after I've been hit with a minute, a straight minute or two with, like, ads. Sometimes I will just even, if I if I get hit with that many ads, I'll just turn my phone off. Or not turn it off, but like turn the volume all the way down, flip my phone on its face, and just let it sit for like a minute or two. I don't even want to look at the ads for that long if, if it is going to force me to watch them. And a lot of people solve that issue by getting the, uh, I believe it's called like, I don't know, like Twitch Prime or something. It's, uh, it's another subscription service that prevents you from coming across any ads on twitch and all that stuff and i forgot if you get any other perks besides no ads uh because that's what a lot of companies that's how they get your money they they pump you full ads and they're like all right well uh here's your solution you gotta you gotta buy your way out of ads and there's that great model but it's terrible if you are the consumer so yeah, well, you know, I'm not in big tech, so I don't I don't get the whole uh, advertising pump. But uh, you know, I guess there's a reason behind behind everything. So as far as uh, that goes, you know, we'll we'll see how bad it really gets. In other news, um, I had a biology test the other day, and I absolutely caboozled it. Holy crap, this headache can can F off. It can it can it can peck its bags and escort its way out of my noggin. Yeah, so I took this biology test like a week ago. And like I said, I absolutely caboozled it. Absolutely caboozled it in a bad way. I I think I flunked it. I'm Probably 99% sure because I guessed on the whole entire thing. There was a there was a few questions that I was like, oh yeah, 100% got it. Um, but majority of the questions, I, I did not know the answer to remotely, remotely close. Did not know it. But half the reason, I think, it wasn't my fault. And here's my reasoning behind it. Our teacher is a very special individual. He is kind of an older dude, you know, kind of husky. You can kind of tell he doesn't 
take care good good care of himself. Um, he tries to dress good, but you know, there's only so much you can do. And it appears he's like he is old school. He's pretty old school. He does not have a sense of humor whatsoever. And he reads off word by word what is on the PowerPoint. So just the other week we were talking about the cell division. And the process that goes on in mitosis, I guess. I don't know. Mitosis, meiosis, it's all the same thing. And um, he's reading to us the process on a whiteboard, word by word, and not explaining anything, really anything. He reads it off a whiteboard and says, this is what it is, and I expect you to learn it. Okay, dude. The whole year, he's had this kind of mentality, like, you're you're kind of on your own. Like, you, you learn your own stuff. Okay, dude, you wouldn't be get, getting paid if we were supposed to learn it. I would not be sitting in a college room if he wanted me to teach myself about cell division. Oftentimes, he uh, asks the, the room... If they can explain the process of things. There's one guy who speaks up and answers everything. And I'm pretty sure he's just like stupid smart. Because our whole class does not know the answer. Anytime he asks one of these questions that aren't rhetorical. Like our whole class just gives blank stares at him. And I, you know, I don't get any of it. I get things if you like break it down and explain it, but if you just read something off of a PowerPoint and explain me to comprehend it, that doesn't work. So aside from his monotone personality and his failure to explain anything he teaches us, um, he's a pretty nice dude for the most part. Can't say he's a good teacher in the slightest. Um, he's a good reciter. He, uh, he sure recites things very well, but he does an all right job at that. And I think that kind of accounts for half the reason I completely failed the, our recent test. And I can't say I did too great on the previous one uh, before this one. So I think coming up um, either next week, I'm going to go into my advisor and kind of talk to her about, okay, listen, this teacher is like not doing it. Um. But I don't know. My school is kind of is kind of stupid on that as far as like wanting to switch classes. They're not really lenient as far as that goes. So I don't know. But I've got I've got pretty low tolerance for nonsense. So I'd like to get something solved if I can. So I'll update you on how that goes. But you know, I don't I don't really think it's promising. Yeah. And I've had a lot of teachers in the past that have had the kind of personality that my biology teachers had as far as being a terrible teacher and not a really likable person uh, as, as far as like a professor goes. So I, I almost miss like the, um, the rhythm of how like high school went because in high school, you know, like your teacher would be teaching and then the principal would like walk in and like sit down and like, you know, kind of like fake say hi to people. Like he'd be like walking around like, Hey, how are you doing? You know, not really caring what 
anyone is doing. He just wants to monitor the teacher and make sure that uh, the teacher keeps his job next year. And, uh, yeah, I feel like they should do that at colleges as well. I don't know if, like, bigger universities have that kind of quality control among professors, but, bro, community college needs that. Because I've had several teachers that just don't know what they're doing, and I think they would act and teach a lot better if someone over them was monitoring them. But that doesn't keep them withholding their duties when there's not a principal around, you know? So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to do there. All right, boys. Well, I'll go ahead and wrap the episode up here. Sorry I'm not uh, enthusiastic or... uh, Anything relating to that, this headache is putting a hurt on my mojo. So, yeah, but I, I told myself I was going to make an episode today, um, and I'm sticking to it, so, yep. Alright, well, I'm going to, like, take a Tylenol, or if I can even find any, take a nap, drink a water, and hopefully... So, yeah, go and probably watch the OU game here in a little bit. And, uh, yeah. So, I'll catch you guys next episode. And, yeah, peace.